Dan, I feel like I am back in college with that Sunday morning hangover. <laughs> After homecoming weekend. <laughs> yeah, I am just, I felt like I've just been uh, dropped out of a building or something. Uh, I hear you. I, I am beat. And but you man. should be even more so than me. Well, I did put in my fair share of traveling unrelated to the Paul Bunyan show this week weekend but yeah. you of course had to do the the airports and the rental cars which takes a toll on you after a while that's right and the the uh the airport shuttles i was on a shuttle van and then the plane and then the rental oh yeah it was a couple long days there yeah um so what dan and i are talking about this is the culmination of a long well, we, you and me made it long for ourselves. A long Paul Bunyan uh, trade show weekend, uh, which, <laughs> good for me, happens to be in Ohio. So it's a lot closer <laughs> to, to my home base than Dan's. But it has turned out to be a large, uh, what would you call it, Dan? A big YouTube community. Uh, gathering. Just a, a gather. A, yeah, a I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. it's pretty crazy just how how many people come together and like we you know we have our the all roads lead to ohio as well like that kicks off the whole weekend so we have a lot yes. going on and it was but it was great it was a great weekend i had uh, i kind of last week kind of said i was feeling something that this would be you know one of the better shows of the year and one of the better experiences and it lived up to everything all the hype and fortunately the weatherman was wrong again uh it, <laughs> the weather okay it can't be easy to forecast the weather in ohio but it went from 70 and sunshine all weekend to a complete washout to i don't know i didn't think the weather was that bad at all it there was an occasional drop of rain but it was fine the temperature was fine there wasn't really any wind there wasn't hardly any rain. I never once stepped in mud. Nope. Uh, yeah. And maybe that is what I think. So I think this is your third year. And for as long as you've been coming, this is the largest crowd I've seen. Yeah. I thought it was very well attended. Yep. Yeah. The only bad weather we had was at your place. That was the, that was the, <laughs> only, the only bad weather was when we were at the Ohio Woodburner Woodyard. Right. Well, they always say, you know, if you want it to rain, go get your car washed or yep. you know, if you don't, if you want a drought, <laughs> then go buy an umbrella. So we had on, um, I can't even remember what night that was. We had a Thursday. cookout, we had a cookout for, uh, some of the, um, local friends that I have that are in, uh, uh the YouTube community and some of the industry people who happen to be driving past my wood yard on the way in and that was very well attended we had it uh, catered for the guys and gals that came so that uh, it wasn't worth you know so that it was worth their time and everything we had a nice fire everything was nice until <laughs> i guess the hardest rain i've ever witnessed in my <laughs> life wasn't it <laughs> what the heck man could it it could not have rained harder yeah, and I think the fact that we were all huddled underneath a little pop-up shelter kind of, yeah. you know, 
it it really made it uh interesting because and the wind and was then blowing. the lightning came <laughs> <laughs> the wind was blowing so we had to all grab on and hold the shelter down and then the lightning came and yeah it was it was pretty interesting the lightning was uh a little unnerving there <laughs> but i but i will say joe that was a heck of a time a heck of a spread you put on well thank Just you a, a great uh a great little gathering to kick off the weekend well that was all because of my wife not because of me she did all the work well uh, i was right. i was there just to be the the host the greeter. i was gonna she ask did, who she was did all the work because i know yeah. you didn't do any of the work <laughs> no uh-uh. <laughs> i didn't even light the fire i think shy lit, lit the fire <laughs> Yeah, so who was all in attendance? There was you and outside was Shive. Isn't he awesome? Yep. And uh, Adam from Hometown Acres. And then Andrew Easton from the Easton Made Wood Splitter Company. The Metsa Machines crew, Bob Nelson, Patrick, and Ryan. Uh, Andrew came with his wife and children. Yep. And Shive was... came with his buddies, Ian and Yeah, uh, Shive Sam. was there with his buddies. Yep. Um, log holler Jesse could not come because he had a breakdown and uh, he was unable to make it. And who am I leaving out? Oh, uh, John Roberts, the inventor and the owner of Logox. Yes. Stopped in. Um, and my uh, good friend Marty from Lepo Rents, who provided uh, the Bobcat machines for the Yappa people at the Paul Bunyan this this weekend. Uh, I think that my missing anyone. I think that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My good friends uh, from across the lake, Gus and Shelly came. My cousin Norma, my sister and her family, my niece and her family came too. And they all helped as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Was... Good time. Yeah, it was. Good, good way then... to kick off the weekend. <laughs> and then the rain chased this away early. So maybe that's why you were in such a good mood the next day. You got a good <laughs> night's sleep. So then the next day was Friday morning, and that was our traditional live stream. All roads lead to Ohio 3.0. Went off without a hitch. We were a little worried, a little nervous because we couldn't find. <laughs> we were having issues. Well, not issues. It was just interesting that in your wood yard, you can have three bars of service, take two steps, and have one bar of service. <laughs> yeah, and then you go back to where you were, and it's restored again. Yeah. <laughs> and it was... It was fluctuating between full bars of 4G and like two bars of 5G. <laughs> it, would just, it would just go back and forth like that. And when it would go to 5G, it would lose the signal. It was weird. Yeah. But that was a good, that was a good, uh, another good like start to, I guess the, because Bunyan, the Bunyan show starts on Friday. So. Yes. All, and you roads. did not go to the show on friday because right after the live stream you headed south to cambridge yes to prepare for what uh the <laughs> friday night live live stream <laughs> mm -hmm. and did you how many warnings or uh how many times did you get a foreboding stare from the manager of the hotel well so we had a little something interesting this year happen um there was a couple people that were trying to prank me and they were sending they sent me a message that they had gotten into trouble the night before on thursday 
So I was like, all right, I got to get down in the hotel early. I've got to, you know, smooth things over, make sure everything's good and fine for that evening. But when I got down there, the manager didn't know anything what I was talking about. <laughs> she said, everything's fine. She remembered me from last year. So that was good. And the person that was working the, the overnight that night also uh, remembered everything from last year. So they were prepared. They knew what was coming. They were happy to see us. Uh, very accommodating and welcoming. Great staff there at the Fairfield Inn. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was, it so, was so there was no drama? No. Huh. Nope. <laughs> well, that's nice. And we, we, we had more people, I believe, in attendance this year than last year. So we did grow a little bit in size, and that was even um, – they had, you know, the fire out on the patio, and then Scheib had, had brought one of his smokeless fire pits. He had that going out there. So it oh, was wow. stuff happening everywhere. Huh. I watched a little bit of it, and it, uh, it was entertaining. Um, but, you know, Friday I had to leave and go pick up my daughter, who goes to college – pretty far away so i spent the majority of the time in the car uh, but i was listening to some of it on my way back and uh, it sounded like it was pretty well attended yes very well it was it was great to see everyone and you know i think that's the whole thing that one of the parts of this bunion weekend that's kind of been growing each year is just the camaraderie and like getting together with people and spending time outside of just seeing you know equipment at the show it's it's just great just a lot yeah. of great people I, for, I forget all their names but <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then the show started so then saturday uh, you were bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at at the show which is at the Guernsey County Fairgrounds. So if you've ever been to a county fair, guys, uh, just think of the a county fair size of uh, exhibits and people in attendance in a full parking lot, but it's all involving the timber industry. Trees, the harvesters, the machines, the trucks, the saws, and then the firewood machines and the splitters and axe and chainsaws. It's Everything. like a yeah, it's like a firewooders Disneyland. Oh, what a great what a great place. Yep. And and the layout couldn't be better. I mean, you're walking down kind of a, we always park up on the hill. So when you're walking in, you kind of can like look over the whole uh, you know, the infield, the track and and it yeah. was it was uh there was more vendors this year as well. Not only a larger attendance, but the I think there was more to see. It was I thought there were some subtle changes to the layout, and I loved it. I yeah. thought it was awesome this year. Yeah, what a great, uh, what a great time! Oh, the moment you get out of your car, you can tell you're someplace special. You can hear the buzz, literally, <laughs> of the machines and the uh, saws <laughs> and stuff. And I think that's what uh, what goes on at the Paul Bunyan show at a higher degree than your other shows is how much wood is actually being processed. Yeah. while you're there you're seeing more of the machines actually working there than you would at other uh locations yes yep yeah you, you walk place. you walk through the gate you got the sights you got the sounds and the smells you can smell the, smell. the yes. wood you can smell the food you can you know and every like you said every time uh, almost you know there's 
something happening over here there's a saw running or a machine running and then that kind of ends and then all of a sudden another one starts up or the big mulchers start up there's always something going on yeah boy that was great so what did you do what was your mission while you were there walk around i i like to always walk around early just to you know see what i can see kind of see where things are and i can't kind of make mental notes of what i want to kind of go back to maybe later in the day so i get a lay of the land and then i uh, i went to the metza tent where the yappas were and just kind of hung out there for a little bit and then i made my way over to the eastern maid booth and i was kind of back and forth between those two all day yeah yeah so for me um now remember i still um i am not a hobbyist no <laughs> i have a business to run and i take <laughs> this <laughs> what was that sound <laughs> i i take uh i take a number of days off and the people who know me that hang around me for a while like dan and all they'll tell you that my phone rings constantly so what i had done this time i just turned my phone off and i didn't even i turned it off on wednesday and that was it because this is like my vacation and um but on the day of the paul bunyan that i was down there saturday we had a family thing going on not an emergency but i had to be in touch with people and so i had my ringer on and i was at the yappa tent and i think people were witnessing what i experienced so i my phone was just <laughs> ringing the entire time i was there and i would pull it out of my pocket in a panic real fast to look at it and you know it was you know firewood call coming in and i just i literally had 70 calls uh, missed uh, from the moment i had turned my <laughs> phone call off until i got back into the saddle on sunday wow uh, yeah that's what one of the unintended consequences for me with the youtube thing and the firewood is this phone thing and i just turn it off people call me and leave messages all the time i don't even listen to them <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll have like my my mailbox will be full and I'll just zip right through them. And if it isn't a firewood order, I just delete it. I just can't I just can't even listen to these messages anymore. And they'll be pretty long messages. But anyhow, that was what I was dealing with. Um, I get down there. Uh, I was a little bit behind schedule. I go right into the Yappa tent. I got in there right at noon when I was supposed to be there. And I was just just overrun with nice people coming out to see the yappas coming out to see me coming out to see you and i never moved out of my spot probably for two and a half hours yep yeah just a constant flow of people coming in talking about we even had hey we had a guy and i was waiting for someone to come up to me and mention the podcast i had a little special giveaway prize i was going to give that person and sure enough someone started talking to me and mentioned the podcast and so that gentleman won himself a back 40 firewood uh tumbler and some stickers wow. and all that stuff so it was yeah it was pretty cool yeah i had a few people mention the podcast i didn't i didn't it wasn't like everyone um you know where will a comment on my channel but uh, i had a few mention the podcast but i did get greeted by a, a gentleman who was the winner yeah yes <laughs> he said that he said that you even gave him a hug 
because yep. he was the first one that you had uh, <laughs> uh, heard from. <laughs> I didn't want to announce that <laughs> as a prize because makes me glad it was yeah. Yeah. Makes me glad it wasn't me that mentioned it to you. <laughs> <laughs> if I would have mentioned that I was giving away hugs, the lines would have been even longer. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get out the door, probably. Huh? <laughs> get out into the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but wasn't, what is it? Okay. This is what I see, Dan. Tell me what you, if you feel the same way. The power of YouTube and like long form videos in firewood because when you would walk around the grounds who had the big uh crowds yappa easton made wolf ridge and like the who's the sawmill with the two uh woodmiser yeah the two young ladies that have that uh capital what's it called capital woodyard yep yeah and there was I don't want to pick on anyone. You had pointed this out to me. There was a booth kind of close to the Yappa tent, and there was just like the one gentleman from the business that was there. I think he was literally all by himself. Uh, just no one even, you know? Yeah. And I had never heard of his machine. I've never seen it before. And it just seems to me that putting your stuff on YouTube, just getting it onto YouTube one way or the other. It just brings so much value to your company's image and visibility. Exactly. 100% agree. It's, uh, it's almost like when people watch the videos and yes, there's the personalities behind the channel that run the channel, but the machines featured people want to come out and see those machines in person as well you know, like as the people that do the videos. So yeah, it, it's another added element that I think is overlooked all the time. The power of like social media, having content being created out there. Not only does it bring you awareness, but it brings that uh, level of like people want to come and like I said, see the thing in person. You know, I've, I watched your videos of the Yappa. Now I want to see it. I want to see how it, you know, looks. And yeah. How, big it is and all that stuff so yeah it was it was definitely very noticeable where the attention was gravitating towards you know and another thing too i think that those youtube uh youtube heavy machines that we had just mentioned they were also not just sitting sitting at the show all shiny and polished they were working them all of the places that had the biggest pile of firewood under them had big crowds. Whenever yep. uh, Bob Nelson from Metsa Machines would fire up that big 435, man, is that machine nice. <laughs> it was like the Pied Piper. There would just be a big, long line of people, you know, just following that machine, watching yep. it run. And then Easton Maid had a big pile of wood. Wolf Ridge had a big pile of wood. Uh, that Woodmiser tent had a whole bunch of milled boards. Yep. And I think if you are taking the time to come to one of those shows and run that machine, man. Yeah. And the thing is like, you know, Bob Nelson, and this is a, you know, a testament to how great of a, you know, not only representative of Yappa he is, but you know, if, if there were two people there asking about the 435, he would fire it up. It didn't yeah. matter. He didn't, you didn't have to wait for a set time. Like, Oh, we're going to run the machine at one thirty. be here. No. One or two people wanting to see a log go through it, he'd fire it up and send it yeah. through. 
Yeah. And he would let people push the buttons too. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It, it, it's great. Mm -hmm. I had a flashback to when I was in Bangor, Maine this spring. I walked past one firewood processor booth and I still remember, I totally forgot about this. The, uh, the rep was out there with a rag and a bottle of armor all, and he was shining up the conveyor belt on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's something that you do not see at the Paul Bunyan show. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, -huh. at the Paul Bunyan show, I mean, it was just stuff everywhere just machines and this year too dan there were some machines uh first time in a while i'd never seen them before i'd never heard of them before and they were no. there that was kind of cool yeah it was uh there was the one that um answered a long time running question that i've always had <laughs> and that is how does anyone ever split australian hard titanium wood tungsten tungsten yeah. wood i because everyone always you know asked me like i always says oh you know try splitting australian hardwood so i was like how does australian hardwood ever get split well i found out this weekend uh -huh. there was a, a splitter called the super axe yeah it's funny they split it with a log splitter go figure. yeah <laughs> hydraulic power actually can split australian yeah, hardwood that's amazing so i saw those machines and i didn't know what they were they had like a dinosaur for a mascot or something right yep and the one that okay i mean it's it's a log splitter it's what it does i mean it was still neat to look at different paint schemes and stuff i thought that was nice what i really liked was that one that was um it had that big hopper yes with the big rubber belt and they would dump the rounds right into it and i thought wow that's a really cool idea because it's at work height yep uh it's pulling all of those rounds towards you yeah it was cool and then the splitter with that was a vertical splitter that you would uh -huh. stand you know waist like you said waist height but on the back side of the knife there was actually like a box wedge yeah i saw so that. you would vertically split and get you know if your round was 14 inches wide you'd get you know four pieces split off of one 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 rotate one slice <laughs> yeah and i knew right away it wasn't from the united states because it was a two-hand operation <laughs> machine <laughs> yep. say, yeah americans want the right to cut body parts off when they, <laughs> when they use their machines i was thinking you know that if someone bought that the first thing they would do would be to defeat that um those two levers that you had to use yeah <laughs> but yeah that what a machine and, and like you said the the thing that caught my attention was that hopper just yeah i thought that was really cool that was a great idea i love seeing that kind of stuff and that's yep. what i was craving and then i was wanting to do like i was going to show a video of it and then they would say oh there's been like 10 people down here from youtube and i was like well i was <laughs> trying to find something unique but everyone else was already finding them so i didn't want to <laughs> put up something people are already tired of looking at yeah yeah when i went through with my live stream sunday morning they they fired it up and were giving a quick little demo of it and, and like i said it was just just awesome to see that you know it, it reminded me of uh, on the farm growing up we had like the old manure spreaders that kind of had the would yes bring the, totally agree bring this the manure back to the back and yeah it was just like that they yeah put the rounds that's in what it was like you. but it was kind of like that that belt was like 
was was it cushioned or there wasn't like it wasn't resting on a metal table because when they i watched them dump them in and it was like almost like a trampoline yeah when, yep. it, when it went into it yeah i like that thing uh that got my little rusty wheels grinding uh, yeah. for that and then that other company that has come now i think this is two years in a row rabod oh my goodness France, the yeah. red and yellow machines boy they're different big oh Good heavens they had the same thing they had a great big i think it was all like you know you can tow it around self-contained unit with like a big log arm on it to pick up the log bring it in to the processing station bucket split it send it out it and then they had the other one that had like just you dump a bunch of rounds and it's just one great big ram that pushes mm-hmm. them all through like this 48 way knife <laughs> yeah but then from there you like you know there was dyna brought a lot of machines um uh what's the ones that go on the skid steer uh, they were there halverson's halverson's and uh wallenstein right yep yeah uh, i think all of the all of the big players in firewood were there that was real nice to see um so there was <laughs> we had talked about this before and i was looking for the kilns and <laughs> I off in the distance, I thought I saw one and I walked up there and I saw the kiln was as big as my house. <laughs> and so I just walked on by. Why waste my time? Oh, you could get all your wood seasoned all at once. That kiln, how do they, how do they even take the thing down the highway? I don't know. Come on. They build it on site. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do an entire episode where I complain about kilns, Dan. Oh no! Wait, we already did that. Well, let me let me see. Um, that sounds <laughs> sounds familiar. <laughs> uh huh. But here is something positive. Uh, you and me had talked about this. Let's talk about this, Dan. Here's what I've noticed, and an evolution of the firewood industry. These guys and gals are getting very, very good with their marketing, the pizzazz, their displays at these events. Uh, the colors and, you know, the, the tents and the flags and everything, uh, the big signs with their bullet points. I w- could learn a lot about the machine just based upon, you know, that type of literature. Yes. I think that these guys are getting very good at that. Yes. Woodmiser was, was on top of their game. They had great big banners, almost like billboard size banners with, like you said, yes. bullet points all the you know all the high level specs that you might want to know and yeah if you stood like on the intersection of i think it was like bunyan boulevard and babe's way or something there was like the little street <laughs> you know you stood uh-huh. on the in the intersection of that and you looked around it was tough to decide which way to go your attention was get grabbed everywhere i agree i think that there is a level of professionalism and these manufacturers are just upping their game um it's i i i'm a ex-retailer and you know that is one of the big things about putting up a retail location is you know your signage has to make sense and actually if you have good signage that takes a lot of pressure off your your employees because you know they can complete their task and like for instance that uh that new battery powered sawmill 
I pretty much knew everything I felt I needed to know by reading the, you know, their signage that they had up for it. It had how long it can run, how long does it take to charge, the battery, battery chemistry, all that. I thought they did a really good job. And yes, they uh, did. But all of them, you know, they just all have, um, and where I became sensitive, sensitive to this was people like Bob Nelson with Yappa, because he points out about how to set up a booth. You know, it's not just something where you just lay down some machines and some pamphlets. Uh, and he would point out to, you know, how like there was, it wasn't at Paul Bunyan. It was in Maine. I forgot to mention this too. There was this one processor that I wanted to see, but their booth was not inviting. They had like all of the reps were all sitting in chairs in a circle. It was almost like you would be invading their campsite and it was not <laughs> a welcome place to walk into. You know, and just those little things that you do at an event like that can keep people from coming to your booth. Yep. Yeah, it's it's something that you notice right away. You know, you, yeah. you're standing outside a booth and if, if they're if it's busy and the 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 vendor is talking with someone and you, you know, like you said, you just have a certain questions like high level specs. If you can read that on a banner then you have everything you, you don't need to like wait and talk and mm -hmm. get those info, you know, get that information. Yeah. Yeah. I thought overall it was a great show. Great show. I'm still going to be, yet. I'm still going to be critical about the food thing though. Holy cow. Oh, and I should mention, because I think I mentioned this before I had a bunion burger. I finally oh, wow. did it. How did you manage that? I stood in line I got in line about 11 uh -huh. and by like 1130, I had myself my bunion burger. It was really that long. Yeah. Well, I was talking with a few people as well. So I might've, that might've delayed it a little bit, but yeah, it, you uh -huh. know, gosh, I, um, I just think that's unacceptable <laughs> to wait, you know, that <laughs> long for food. Come on. And a, and a hamburger. Um, how long does it take? I walked in and took the, I walked the, the track all the way around the facility before I went into the, um, Yappa tent. So it was at high noon when I was there and just the lines like at that pizza and the barbecue place, just crazy. Come yeah. on. If I own, <laughs> if I ran an event and I seen lines like that for food, I, that's something I have to fix. I cannot have my fair goers waiting this long for, for something there's got to be more food vendors at the paul bunyan show gotta be yep yeah. or even just i did notice one uh one little satellite vendor down like on the infield but they were just selling french fries uh-huh um but but yeah just or have places where you could like even just go get like a, a bottle of water or a soda you know like you don't you won't have to wait in line with everyone wanting food if you wanted to just get water yeah, you know, I was wanting to get me a bottle of Dr. Pepper before I got to the tent. And I thought, you know, there were, there really isn't even any, like, local organizations, you know, like the local school band or the cheerleaders that have a charity drive, you know, where they're selling bottled water for, yeah. for a fundraiser. There really wasn't any even, there wasn't anything even like that. Just nope. sprinkled throughout the event because you know darn well that people would, they'd make a killing. Uh, because I wasn't going to wait in line for a half hour for a bottle of pop, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
fortunately, no. I had like 20 bottles after the meet and greet at the Yappa tent <laughs> from some very generous uh, subscribers to Ohio Woodburner. Right. Very generous people. Now, we, we did get a comment on last week's episode that someone mentioned uh, that they weren't going to go because of what, how we were you know kind of downplaying the whole food situation. But oh, you have to on. also think of this as if this isn't an event you're going to for the food. So yeah. if, if, you know, don't let that deter you and don't, you know, cancel your plans for next year because you might have to stand in line to get. That's <laughs> not a valid reason. Come on. Yeah. You get, know? This Bring show, your own food. What the heck? This show is something that if you have Gosh. any interest, you will have a good time. It's, it's, there's so much to see so many people to meet. Again, this year for me was out of the three. This was the best one yet. Yeah. Hands down, too. Not even close. Yep. Yeah. I think that you could have zero interest in timber and firewood or anything to deal with this stuff, and you would just be blown away. It is that much fun. It just appeals to every all of your senses. And I did hear that for the first time, I think, ever, all of the vendor space is already sold out for next year, and there is now a waiting list. Oh, wow. So next year, potentially, could even be better. Well, tells me <laughs> they need to make it you know, expand or rethink the uh, floor plan, and uh, you can get even some more in there. I thought what they did different this year that was really cool was on the outside of the track, back in that corner, which used to be like the chainsaw carving and stuff and i don't know that's kind of like you know people just go there specifically for that but they had some stuff back in those corners now yes. like that that verp v pack that big bagging machine that was really cool yeah yeah it's almost yeah. like they had the outer ring and then a little outer outer ring of yes stuff. <laughs> yes i think that you know there's still room for expansion and um you know even there, like where the Yappa tent was. Now, I think that that big one machine never came this year, but there was, it looked like that that could have more stuff stuck in there, you know? Well, I don't know. We Once we get our lines of people lining up to meet you, it's, it gets a little <laughs> tight, you know, elbow to elbow in there. <laughs> uh -huh. And I like that there was some, like some things got moved around too, which was nice. Like Easton Maid was in a different spot. Yeah. Um, you know, I just think that's, I think that's just healthy for the event to just move stuff around and uh, break up any monotony that you could be accused of having. Right. And it, and it shows yeah. that the event staff and the people in charge are looking for ways to improve. They're not just like settling for, well, this is the way we've always done it. So let's just do it again. Yeah. Uh -huh. I like improvement, innovation, and, you know, not just resting on the uh, past performance yeah yep. yeah i love the paul bunyan what a great show i'm proud that it's in my state and i'm, I'm proud I, yeah i wish it'd be up here in wisconsin <laughs> was in a, we yeah got, we gotta get you traveling up here one of these times i gotta, I gotta get up there i do <laughs> i do it'll be another chance for me to turn my phone off that was uh <laughs> you have you ever turn off your phone and then turn it on when you have 70 messages and watch what happens. Yeah. That was, yeah, it was very d discouraging. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Yeah. Well, Unintended you better consequences. You better run. We better wrap this up so you can go start returning some of those calls. I am. I've been uh, the truck. I got my high school helper. We've just been slamming loads and going, man, yeah, non <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> and then, you know, we've had this break of the weather that heat's left and it kind of feels like fall outside. And that's what people start thinking. Yep. And then Busy when people time. start burning their leaves, they'll smell it and then they'll think firewood. And then my phone rings even more. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, well, Dan, I want to thank you for coming down and hanging out with me and working in my yard. It was nice watching you do work and watching Shibe and his <laughs> friends do work. That was really nice. So well, thanks, thanks for coming. I'm glad that you came and that you had a nice time and that you returned safely. And I'm glad to call you a friend. I think you're yes. awesome. Thank you for having us in the hospitality. And I, I never leave Ohio disappointed. <laughs> mostly because of you joe great yeah, well, seeing thank you. you awesome all right well dan what do you think we strike up the band and let's uh sit around and wait until next first weekend of october yeah one year left one year remaining can't wait yep looking forward to it already so yes thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode of the woodhounds podcast the number one firewood podcast in the world that's right. And thank you to everyone for helping make the Woodhounds the number one firewood podcast. We really appreciate it. And we want to tell everyone to try to be cool and insist upon being fun <laughs> and have a great day. <laughs>